Time now for Saskatchewan Agriculture Today. Now, here's your host, Agri-News Director Jim Smalley. The latest provincial crop report says seeding operations are nearing completion across this province. Provincial crops analyst Shannon Friesen says seeding is mostly completed in the southern and central grain belt. Provincially, uh, 94% of the crop has now been seeded. That is up from 81% last week and is slightly ahead of the five-year average of about 93%. Where is there still seeding to be done? Uh, Most of the seeding that remains is in the north part of the province. So while the majority of the south as well as the central parts have wrapped up or soon will be, the northwest has 88% of the crop seeded and the northeast has made tremendous strides in the past week, almost doubling their seeding progress with 84% in the ground. How long till seeding wraps up? Hopefully not too much longer. Uh, We have had very good weather conditions. It's been very warm. It's still dry for many areas, uh, but it has been very warm and producers have been able to get out into the field. uh, So likely seeding will wrap up in the next week or two. There were some areas had rain, just where? That's right. So most areas of the province did receive very small amounts of rain, although the Moose Jaw area received about 29 millimeters, as well as the Battleford area also had over an inch as well. Which areas need rain? Mostly the south part of the province. The southeast in particular is suffering from a lack of moisture at the moment. Certainly that Musha Regina down through Weyburn and down to the border, as well as parts of Valmarie, are a lot drier than we would typically like to see this time of year. Crops are not germinating, they're not emerging well. Things are patchy and not doing as well as we would have hoped. So certainly some rain is needed in those areas, or we could see some issues perhaps with crop yields or even hay yields down the line. So you're saying crop yields could be affected if we don't get moisture soon? They could, yes. Uh, we've heard from a number of producers that if we don't get rain within the next week or two, uh, that things will not be looking that good for us. What's topsoil moisture rating? Provincially at the moment, it is 5% surplus, 65% adequate, short and 4% very short. On hayland and pasture, it is 5% surplus, 53% adequate, 32% short, and 10% very short. The crop report says crop development is behind normal. Just how much behind? Anywhere from about a week, even 10 days or more in some areas. Uh, Most of that, of course, is because we've had delayed seeding in some areas, which has also contributed to delayed germination and emergence. Lack of moisture has not really helped our case in parts of the south. We are now getting the heat, uh, which will benefit us, but in terms of moisture, we certainly could use some in order for those crops to get growing. What were some of the main causes of crop damage this past week? The main causes of crop damage this week, strong winds, of course. The winds never seem to be letting up in most of the province. A lack of moisture. Uh, We did see a bit of frost in parts of the southeast. And, of course, we are still dealing with insects such as flea beetles and cutworms. And, in fact, we have heard of producers actually spraying for those and reseeding some canola crops. Where did canola have to be reseeded? In parts of the southeast, and we've also heard around Moose Jaw, but certainly as the canola starts to emerge in other parts of the province, we may continue to see some of those challenges with insects. The crop report again points to SAS Power as indicating there have been several incidents of farm equipment contacting power lines. That's right. So far this growing season, there has been 132 contacts. 109 of those were in May alone. We do continue to encourage producers to be aware of where their equipment is going, uh, that they are trying to avoid those lines and power poles as much as possible. And we'd also like to remind them that SUS Power is always willing to work with them as well. 
So if they do have any issues on the farm or in the field, they can contact Power and, and work with them. Shannon Friesen compiles the weekly crop report for the Saskatchewan Ministry of Agriculture. Logist says rain is in the forecast for parched areas of southeast Saskatchewan. David Phillips says Regina has received about 30% of its usual precipitation this spring and temperatures have been warmer than normal. Each one of those months was warmer than normal, and so, of course, there's a greater demand for precipitation when it falls because of the warmer air. You've had um, uh, days where the temperature's been above 30, so that uh, moisture or the atmosphere is just sucking up those beads of, um, of moisture. So the situation has been a bit bleak. Uh, I think people are hoping, begging, praying for rain in the southeast. Uh, On the other hand, they've had more than they, they need in parts of Alberta and uh, uh, areas, say, around Lloydminster and Prince Albert and, uh, and generally uh, northwest of Saskatoon and, uh, um, and really in the Cypress Hills areas, I don't think they've done too, too badly. Now, if you look at the forecast, in the next seven days, again, another uh, uh, a good beer-drinking weather over the next two or three days, lots of sunshine and warm temperatures, 28, 29. I mean, normal for Regina at this time of the year would be a high of 22 so we're seeing there temperatures that are six or seven degrees warmer than normal. Now, you know, I do look in the forecast and I see some good news. I see uh, that once we get through, say, to the weekend, we see more rain days than than wet than than uh, than dry days. Now, it's not a, a a done deal. I mean, these are 30, 40 percenters, but certainly some areas are going to get rain, a chance of showers, and uh, and it's not a gully washer, but it's more a shower. It's a light amount of rain, but it still would be a little bit of a drink of water for the crop that is in, but is desperate for some uh, some moisture. I think the other good news, from a climatological point of view, is that in Saskatchewan, Regina is, or, I'm sorry, June is typically the wettest month. There's something about the jet stream moving over the province, a change from winter to summer kind of conditions, more active weather. So there tends to be more rain-producing systems that cross the, uh, the province, and that is speaking on average. So there's the hope there that, uh, that June will perform like it, it does, it always does, and, uh, or most often, and will produce the kind of uh, plentiful rains that uh, crops need. We've got the temperatures, we need the rain, and uh, now I I look at the American forecast uh, for the next two weeks uh, for precipitation. We don't have one for precipitation. We only look at the seven days, and uh, but they are showing a little bit drier than than normal over the next two weeks. But I don't think there's a lot of. I wouldn't bet the family farm on that kind of forecast. But it's not something. It's not like a monsoon is going to 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 arrive. But uh, one hopes that with June we could see some some almost, uh, well, I wouldn't say quite yet the million-dollar rains, but certainly we need them to, uh, to give more hope to, uh, uh, to farmers and growers. Phillips says the long-range forecast calls for a warmer-than-normal summer, but precipitation is unknown. The pioneers of 100 years ago would be amazed by the area of land that can be farmed today, but current farmers also look back in awe of all the hard work done by their grandparents and great-grandparents. This week, 182 Century Family Farm Awards were presented by Information Services Corporation. ISC administers all land titles in Saskatchewan and sponsors the award to recognize families who have continuously maintained the same farm or ranch operation for 100 years or more. Jonathan Hackshaw is a director with Information Services Corporation, which sponsors the award. He says each family receives a special memento. 
You get something very cool, which is the original land title grant that your your ancestor originally got that that piece of land that you're you're owning and operating right now. You get a you get a, a reproduction of that frame reproduction of that. Ryland Bailey from Milden received the honor with his father and uncle. It's kind of neat to know that really you're accepting the award for your I guess my great grandfather from 1906. He decided to come here and on a whim basically, and here we are today. So it's it's really really neat. Yeah. Bailey reflects further. From what my grandma told me, my uncles and my dad's, so I know enough to know they lived in a sod shack right where our, right where our bins are now. Another Century Family Farm Award went to Francis Deary from Archerville. His grandfather came from Quebec to Homestead. You don't think of it till something like this comes up and the other day I was sitting on the Homestead quarter and I realized that you're working the same field as your grandfather broke and it's a hundred years old. It's, it's huge. Deary says the certificate will be displayed prominently. Yeah, I think we're going to get a good uh, frame for it and uh, have a big party this summer. I have a, quite a large family that I come from, so we're going to have a big get-together and, and uh, celebrate. Francis Deary Farms near Archerville. The Market Update on The Source, 620 CKRM. Grain prices were mixed in early trading today. Viterra prices for canola gained 210 at 495.10. Oats fell 291 at 167.69. Number one red spring wheat increased $8.05 at 265.97. The rest were unchanged. Durham 274.56. Feed barley 125.03. Flax 443.96. Yellow peas $340. Feed wheat 141.99. On the Minneapolis Grain Exchange this morning, July wheat was up 19 and a quarter cents a bushel at 6.14 and three quarter cents a bushel. The Livestock Report on The Source, 620 CKRM. Now the latest Livestock Report. Hi, this is Brady Olson at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction for the market report for the week of June 7th. Weyburn did not have a sale this week because it was a Cinnaboy's turn. We had a good regular sale this week with about 500 cows, 50 butcher bulls, and the rest yearlings. The market is strong and steady as your heiferettes sold from $1.33 to $1.50 a pound. D1 and D2 cows sold from $1.05 to $1.33. D3 cows sold from $0.85 cents to $1.02. Canner cows sold from $0.50 to $0.80. Cents. Slaughter bulls from $1.27 to $1.47. We did not have enough yearlings in any one weight break to establish an accurate price graduation, but what we did have sold well. For more market information, call me, Brady Olson, at the Cinnaboy Livestock Auction, 642-5358. Now the latest Saskatchewan pork prices. Ham sold 6,000 hogs Wednesday, selling in a range of 187 to 189 per CKG. Today's sales are expected to be around 5,500 heads, selling in a range of 189 to 191 per CKG. Ham's marketing cash hog price today is up $2 per CKG, and forward contract prices opened higher this morning. On Wednesday, the Canadian dollar was down with the daily exchange rate at one34 the Canadian dollar is currently trading at 0.741 cents U.S. It is expected that U.S. cash hog prices will continue to be higher for the next week as temperatures rise and weights drop. So far, export sales have been excellent. However, there are concerns about whether or not this can be maintained. Coming up, the farm with